I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And And this this is That Other F Word. Hey, guys. So, Katrina, Lou, have you ever shopped at Victoria's Secret? Yes. I have been inside it. But you've never purchased anything? No. How weird. (laughs) I know. Shop that tracks. That tracks. Why were you inside of Victoria's Secret? Why not? I don't know. You know, I think I went with like one of my aunts once, maybe when we were like in New Jersey or something. I don't remember. I know it was like, yeah, with one of my aunts. Because you know, I've got two, I've got two dads and two brothers. So I never would have had a reason to go in my immediate family. (laughs) Well, not not necessarily true. I, I guess that's true. Know. So that's, you know, let's rewind. Fair, fair enough. Yes, because I have plenty of friends who w- we would think would not be in Victoria's Secret, but have been and have been purchasing for a very specific purpose for themselves. So like, fair <laughs> enough. All, I have a lot of friends though, and a lot of fun things. And I love that. Um, but okay. So yes, I have been in Victoria's Secret. Have you, Ren? Of course, not since I was in like high school or middle school, probably, but I'm not a big purchaser, mostly because um, their bras aren't really built uh, for... Made for those warlocks. Just no. say it. <laughs> <laughs> I even, so we're going to talk about a couple of Victoria's Secret things about their rebrand. I did look at their website. The very few things they had in my size, I was like, that would not work. <laughs> Don't work. <laughs> in, in, in speaking, it's generally not the most practical undergarments no. most of the time. Um, no. it, it's just they weren't intended just, to be originally. That's right. There was a specific intention, and now they've become more where it's like for everyday use and everyday women, supposedly. Um, but you know, so so let's first talk about that. So Victoria's Secret ha- is undergoing. They may still have some work to do. A major rebrand. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody's familiar with Victoria's Secret Angels. Um, I didn't know that the wings they wore in that fashion show could weigh up to 30 pounds. So, you know. Which is half of their body weight. <laughs> good for them. <laughs> <laughs> they're strong um, bitches. I love it. So they're gone. In their place are seven famous women, or seven women famous for their achievements and not their proportions. They include Megan Rapinoe, the 35-year-old pink-haired soccer star and gender equity campaigner. Eileen Gu, a 17-year-old Chinese-American freestyle skier and soon-to-be Olympian. The 29-year-old biracial model and inclusivity advocate Paloma Elsesser. And the rare size 14 woman on the cover of Vogue and Priyanka Chopra Jonas, a 38-year-old Indian actor and tech investor. They will be spearheading what may be the most extreme and unabashed attempt at a brand turnaround in recent memory, an effort to redefine the version of sexy that Victoria's Secret represents and sells to the masses. So, well, and you know, recently one of the girls had come out talking about, like she showed like what her bra looked like a few years ago that she modeled for Victoria's Secret and how much she didn't weigh and what she, like her healthy weight now and everything and all the things and snorting Coke and, you know, like, you know, doing rails back before you walk the runway to make sure you stay under a hundred pounds, basically. Cool. 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 Not good. So not good. it's a stark change for a brand that not 
only sold lingerie in the guise of male fantasy, but has often been scrutinized heavily in recent years for its owner's relationship with the sex offender, Jeffrey Epstein, and revelations about a misogynistic corporate culture that trafficked in sexism, sizeism, and ageism. When the world was changing, we were too slow to respond, said Martin Waters, the former head of Victoria's Secret International Business, who was appointed chief executive of the brand in February. We needed to stop being about what men want and to be about what women want. It was, Ms. Rapinoe said bluntly, patriarchal, sexist uh, viewing, not just what meant to be sexy, but what the clothes were trying to accomplish through a male lens and through what men desired. And it was very much marketed toward younger women. That message, she said, was really harmful. Founded in 1977 as a store where men could feel comfortable shopping for lingerie, even the name referred to male fantasies of prim Victorian ladies who became naughty in the boudoir. The retail billionaire Leslie H. Wexner bought Victoria's Secret in 1982 and turned it into a phenomenon that helped shape society's view of female sexuality and beauty ideals. Well, that was quickly, like, like the thing that I heard most from when you were saying that is in that, in those two quotes, the male representative from the company says, oh, we were too slow, but never actually offers like a, hey, like some of the things we perpetuated were kind of fucked up. Yeah. And like not 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 good oh, yeah. no. but then they make like Megan Rapinoe the person and she's totally right about everything she said in that quote but I think like the first step I mean to me the first step in like if this company is truly trying to be corporate you know trying to do the whole corporate social responsibility thing I mean the fact that they couldn't have one of their male you know executives come out and say that exact same thing I mean already kind of tells me like how 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 genuine are they? Right. Yeah, you're on the right track. Well, and then yeah, right. And it was. I mean, look in high school, like the guys would get it, and that was like their porn, right? That they could get right for free and legally. And I, I mean, I just remember the the catalog getting shuffled around school. <laughs> well, by, and like by the guys. I it's such a weird thing, right? Like. I mean, I hadn't thought about it until recently, but like, there is no equivalent of a place where women can feel comfortable to go shop for dudes. Like, first of all, why is it a shame thing anyway to buy lingerie for a lady? Second, uh, remember, like, it's surprising. Like, so women, I don't have the exact number on this, but like, women are by and large the people who buy stuff. Like, overwhelmingly, women make household purchases. And so the fact that this place was built to please men but it's stuff women wear it really speaks to how much women feel pressured to please men in what they buy it's very concubiney right so it's like oh you can go here to buy your concubine something that gets your dick hard yeah that's that's it i mean that's truly what this is for your sex life at home. Make sure when she's, di- after she's all dowdy cooking dinner for you, she then puts this on, you know, a lady in the sheets. I mean, I mean a lady in the streets, but a freak in the sheets, you know, that kind of, you know, thing. And, and they is, were trying to br- break out their women, I guess. But isn't it then kind of messed up that it, it did turn into something that was so much for younger women? Like, if you think about like, all the bright colors and you got a dog on your butt and like that's so we oh yeah i mean those 
what is it? They always said like pink on them, yeah. right? Yeah. Like those yeah. sweats were everywhere. And I, even in middle school, I remember girls it's to attract those. your mate. Yeah. Right. I mean, look at my tuck. Well, remember also, <laughs> we're talking about this is a whole nother subject we can talk about is like all this like vag tasty stuff that they're doing. This is Excuse a whole. Me? Yes. <laughs> I, uh, you need to elaborate. and then <laughs> There are all these things that you can do to make your vagina taste better during cunnilingus. Right. Ah. Um, and so this, this gynecologist came out and was like, what's wrong with the way it tastes? It's a self-cleaning organism. Leave it alone. Quit doing this. So like what's happening is it's like, oh, well, when they go there, it needs to taste like watermelon. Well, watermelon tastes like watermelon and vagina tastes like a vagina and it's okay right but this is what so what we're doing and it's along all the same lines right we're training all of these things to be something that is unattainable right yes i i can't make a watermelon taste like the cherry i can't really make my vagina taste like a watermelon right like i don't know why watermelon i hate watermelon (laughs) um but it's just all of these things, right? So we're supposed to be a size zero and we're supposed to still have boobs somehow. We're supposed to be shaved bare. We're supposed to taste like watermelon, all these things. Well, most women, that is not it. Even like the most perfect women I see walking on the street aren't that perfect, right? So- There's no woman, that's not actually a thing. That's not a thing any woman is. (laughs) That's right. And, and so what, what we're doing is trying to say, basically, if you're not this though, then somehow you're less. Well, it's unfuckable. Right. That's right. You're like a five. <laughs> not true. Also, as my, in the words of my father, he'd say, man, men don't fuck anything. So guess what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're also trying kind of hard for a species that's just, sorry, Lou, y'all aren't that developed no that's that's that is that is not incorrect i mean it was above the bar i i will say i have i have been saving some episodes back for when mitch rejoins us and i would love to have heard him comment on all of this (laughs) (laughs) we are missing it um well he would say it's stupid too because he would say it doesn't that doesn't you know he's definitely on our spectrum here where it's like no i don't want a real lady you like a real you know, lady, real quote unquote lady. Right. But yeah. you know, most people do not want to deal with something that high maintenance. <laughs> no. well, I just, I mean, isn't that, I mean, like that, that cannot be healthy. No. It's correct. And it's like, very expensive. Th- like that, that, I mean, surely like that upsets, you know, like the pH balance, all of the stuff all of the things it is not. And that's what that gynecologist was talking about. And so being underweight, trying to do something to your vagina, all of these things are not, not what nature intended. And we're not all built the same and that's okay. You know, and it just, we put out all these, these images. And so, I I mean, I appreciate the Victoria's Secrets trying to get there. I think we should give them a chance to do it yeah. right and not be too oh my god you didn't do it right nobody's ever doing anything right okay and there are steps to getting right and so i think at least they've started 
So I will say, yeah, they have to, they have a lot of work to do. If you look at the website, yeah. <laughs> they, it's like half old stuff, half, well, no, I would say like 75% what you would have expected it to be in the past. And like a little touch of something new. And sure. by that, I mean, a woman who is like more average shaped. <laughs> say a size 14. It is, at least they got a double digit in there finally. Yes. But a so, size 14, y'all, just ain't. That's average, by the way. Yeah, I mean. But you're not going to see like Lizzo on there yet. No. Not yet, no. And she's beautiful. And she oh did so God. many. I mean. That was like, stunning. Yeah. And her body's, and her body's beautiful. And um, it's just, there. nobody's ready for that much of everything, right? She's yeah. too much, too many things. So quick before we move on to our other Victoria's Secret topic. So while they were, we're saying messed up, they were like the number one brand in the lingerie business, right? Like they were still very successful. Some of it dropped off during the pandemic, but we can probably ascribe that to other issues. Everything. Are they going to be successful after the rebrand? Because I'm not hurrying to buy their stuff now. No, and I think they will have alienated their the originals, right? Some of the originals, which, you know, the, the people who are anti this body positivity and inclusion, they will lose a portion of their uh, business to those people. What I ultimately see is them just make basically maintaining their same trajectory. I don't yeah. think it's a brand that's going away anytime soon. And I don't think, I mean, I don't think this is going to, sh- I just think they're going to stay on their upward trend. Like they always have. I don't, I just don't, it's yeah. the place you go for lingerie. I mean, there are know, other places, but there are, but like one, they're not. But what has like the name recognition? Nothing. It has the name recognition. It's yeah. in every single mall in America. It is, you know, it, it's those things. Yes. Walmart, Target, JCPenney, all of those places sell underwear. But, you know, if you need something specific for whatever specific purpose, you're going to probably find it at Victoria's yeah. Secret. And Without, let me say, by the way, place. if they made stuff that actually worked for me, I would be very happy to purchase there because it is accessible. Like, right. I'd be all over it. Yeah, we've but got like, ten, I'm just telling you the bras they had in my size, that's not doing no. anything. <laughs> and I don't, okay. I don't mean like I didn't enjoy looking at it. I mean like, utilitarian wise yeah nothing's happening there right it ain't it it ain't it no so we had another fun incident about so victoria's secret keep doing better um we had an incident though at victoria's secret what this last week yes now they are not the villain of this story they are just the setting (laughs) yes didn't do anything wrong um So we had another like major Karen incident. And if you haven't seen the video, I highly suggest you look it up. Um, so basically we had an interaction between two women, Ijoma Yukenta and Abigail Elphick. Um, it was a lot. I have to tell you the first time I watched it and I'm, I was wrong, but the first time I watched it, I was like, okay, I see how people are receiving this, but this white woman like, I thought she was someone with serious, serious mental health issues. Agreed. But she's not. But she's not. Uh, well, I don't think she, I, I don't think she is. 
I think she has to. I don't think anybody throws himself on the floor of a public store and does that. That's not, I think something. Is- I think like though, right? Like it's probably, you know, she claims it's like she's traumatized. Whereas really like the mental health issue is probably more like she's narcissistic or she's, you know, it's more of, it's not, it's less of a like, I think well, there's like, it's less of a something she was kind of, you know. So let me, let me describe the situation. With. So basically yeah. this white woman, a, a black woman, they had an altercation and the black woman started recording her. Can we rewind just a second? So yeah. apparently this started when Abigail reached like in front of Ijoma. How did she pronounce her name? Ijoma. Is that right? Ijoma. Yeah. Um, she like reached in front of Ijoma and then started like in basically invading her space. And she was like, excuse me. And it like jumped off from there. So one, I think all of this could have been avoided if maybe we had some more general respect for each other's like space. Right. right? Don't get up in my space and we don't even have a problem, but because she said, excuse me, you know, like I'm here, like I'm taking up space. Like, and I've said it before. I'm like, how'd you miss my 160? You know, (laughs) did I suddenly fucking become invisible? I'm 165 pounds, 160 pounds. How do you miss me? (laughs) And so, you know, and so then of course, Karen in her privilege, uh, Abigail, um, it's just like you exist in a plane that only sub- serves you. Yes. Right. Okay. So go ahead. I'm, I'm glad you set the stage with that. So Ijoma starts, or Miss Yukenta starts filming her on her phone, which I think is a good move these days. But Abigail freaks out because she knows if the video gets out, she could, you know, lose her job or whatever. And so she proceeds to have a tantrum. And the reason I thought like this woman's having a psychotic break is because, <coughs> I mean, it is like a toddler having a tantrum, right? Like she's crying. She's yelling at the woman to stop filming her. At one point she's on the floor, like- Oh, well, she's like rising around. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I, like a child. The last time I threw myself on the floor because I was upset at a situation is a time before my memory allows and I can remember very vividly back until I was like one. I fell to the floor <laughs> once when I found out my cousin died. Um, <laughs> not because someone was filming me. Being mean she to She charged her twice and tried to hit her. Um, so then of course, you know, the lady's like, call security, call security. Victoria's Secret does, but security takes forever to come. It, like they take so long that one of the Victoria's Secret associates goes down to bring someone back. Abigail, the white woman, called the cops. So they get there and, you know, they're asking her if she needs an ambulance. Meanwhile, like, mean mugging Mizzy Kenta. And (laughs) well, and the whole thing is, I mean, I think, and this is a situation again where I do think there are like a certain subset. And it, it, it definitely happens more, I think, with white women who know like the exact language to say when they're talking to police 
that will get them, you know, to come and to potentially escalate the situation. So she's on the phone saying, you know, I fear for my life. You know, I feel like I'm in danger. You know, all of this stuff to kind of escalate the situation, kind of like that situation with the, um, the bird watcher and the lady with right. the dog in Central Park last year. Well, no, and nobody's trying to really de-escalate. Other, I mean, Miss Yukenta kept on, she was clearly staying away from her. Right. Yeah. I mean, she was staying and she always had like something between them and, yeah. you know, purposefully. And it's like, this was, this to me and this kind of stuff is so unnecessary. We have so many things right now that we need to be like dealing with just pay attention to personal space and stop being an asshole. It's just not that hard. She was looking at something, wait till she walks away and then go to where, if that's what you wanted to do, that's what normal people do. But aggressively like like I do. (laughs) Yeah, or when she was called out and said like, you know, when Miss Yukenta said like, hey, excuse me, like I'm here. You know, she could have just said, I'm sorry. I'm in in my own world. But instead she's like doing these mental gymnastics in her head about like, oh, okay, now I'm going to get fired. So I might as well just put on like a whole performance and do this whole thing. And, you know, and look like she put on like an Oscar winning performance there, but like this situation could have been entirely resolved by her just owning up to the fact that she was in the wrong. It wasn't a big deal. She could have just said sorry and went on with her day. Yep. She made it a big deal. But imagine if that situation had, oh, well, first of all, I want to say there was another white woman in the scenario who was checking out, which I thought was interesting that while all this was going on, people were still just checking oh, and out. And yeah, she's like, things. oh, I can help you. And nobody's really, I mean, it wasn't Well, you've got like the club music going on in the background. It's like, it's yeah. like a very, it's like a fever dream almost. Yeah. It, it, yes, it's. <laughs> but so then this other white woman is like, well, why don't you just leave her alone? She can, Ms. Yukenta was like, she can leave. Why doesn't she leave me alone? Like, if I, if I get, she was still shopping me twice in a store, I'm not going to feel comfortable walking back to my car by myself. No, I want security to come. Of course, she's waiting for security to come and filming the situation in case some other crazy stuff happens. Like, other white woman, you need to shut the hell up too. Yeah, like, and also maybe someone should have said, maybe get off of the floor, Abigail. You're, you look like an idiot. This is a lot. You're not helping yourself right now. Like the amount of privilege that allows for that whole situation is incredible. If that and situation had been reversed, Ms. Yukanta would have been arrested. She would have been in handcuffs and she would have, at, at the very least, and been taken to a cop car. And taken to the station. And it would have been absolutely whatever the white woman said. And then, and then the police report still said what the white woman said. Right. Right. And so Mr. Kent was like, no, no, I've got actual video proof of all of this. And so this whole dialogue that this white woman said is not true. I've got proof here right now. It's all good. Like, Another little added layer of awful to this is that she posted the video on her TikTok and then was banned. Like they stopped her from yeah. sharing it. But of course, then thousands of other people can share it. Yeah. What the hell is that? <laughs> Silencing yeah. her. I, I just, I was actually, I could not watch most of it. I had to keep fast forwarding. Lou and I both talked about this, being, having to fast forward most of it. 
because it was actually, it was, I was embarrassed for her. It was so bad. It was. I mean, it was, it was so embarrassing to watch. I mean, I, I was absolutely flabbergasted. A woman would behave that way. It was and, and it, to me, she, I mean, I think there's nothing, but I mean, I think her privilege is allowed certain things. I think there's mental illness there that needs to be addressed. This yeah, not, that doesn't make any of what happened. Like if the situation no, reversed and the black woman had mental illness, she still would have, her ass would have been in a cop car. A hundred percent, 100%. And, but, and, but this woman definitely needs some kind of help. I mean, there's just no, people don't put themselves on a, the floor of Victoria's Secret on purpose. Right. If I was having an altercation in Victoria's Secret, I would, if someone started filming me and making me uncomfortable, because that's what she was claiming is that she was filming her and she wanted her to stop. I'd leave. Right. Yeah, there's no situation that I can think of where I would like weigh the options like, do I start spasming on the floor <laughs> while shrieking or knowing that people out. are going to see it or do I leave <laughs> where I would choose the former? Again, we talked about Victoria's Secret. There's nothing in there anybody needs that damn bad, okay? No. no. They're selling the most fucking useless underwear and panties or uh, bras ever correct and so it's not like you're going you're shopping for your groceries or for toiletries just walk out just walk out right. it'll always be there victoria's secret's not going anywhere we just talked about that i will i will say i love that ms ukenza like she like oh her, her, she like her coupon. Her coupon. she was like i'm just here for my free panty i just wanted to come <laughs> in and get my free panty like <laughs> i just want to spend 50 dollars and get 10 dollars off like yeah. is it too much to ask it's like no it actually isn't and it it looked at first i thought it was like an all-white store and she was the only black woman there and i was like eh. but then i did see a couple other people from of color and, and they're in new jersey so you got a little bit more of a a, a a, a mixing of different races and whatnot so it's a pretty affluent um, mall is my understanding and, like it's yeah. a high-end mall yeah but at least there were people of different um you know races yeah. in that in the actual proximity um it was kind of funny that victoria's secret people were just continuing with business as usual right. I, I i venture i guess that this wasn't the first or last time it happened there probably not <laughs> well, like, what do you what do you do in that scenario? Like, I well, I mean, well, here's what's funny. I'm like, you know, it's like part of their protocol, probably. They're like, oh, it's fine this week. It's this week's, you know, episode. It'll happen next week again. Don't worry. It's already happened a bunch of times. We just keep on, keep going on. Well, and I don't think anyone wants to get involved because then it's like, do you get roped into the whole thing too? Right. You know, which so is it's just like, hey, I'm, like I'm we going to stay out of it. You're right. Well, it was like talking about that woman who was like, can you just stop filming her? Well, no, you know, no. And, and anyway, you know, when we talk about when do you intervene, when do you don't, when do you not, you know, nobody was being injured. So quite frankly, I don't intervene. If somebody's safety is actually physically being correct, if there's a physical altercation, I can't be, I can't sit by in complacency, but in this case, case, I, I personally, as a shopper, if I'm in Victoria's Secret, that's going on. I, walk out I have if I'm a worker there I take my break and if they don't like it then deuces I'll go get a job at you know somewhere else because I'm not some other pain place yeah like hard pass I'm going to Soma I'm out 
can't do it. Can't do it. Won't do it. You know, I, I, this is not my, I'm not a crisis negotiator. I can't do it. No. Well, I was, so Victoria's Secret did have a statement afterwards. They said associate and customer safety is our top priority and we are committed to creating a safe and welcoming environment for all. The video taken in our store is unsettling and we have initiated a full investigation. Our associates followed our protocols and immediately called our emergency operations center as well as mall security for support during the altercation between our customers. We are dedicated to continuing this critical conversation and demonstrating our commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion through our actions and words. I will say, so Ms. Ukenta started a GoFundMe page and I think raised like three times by last night what she had originally asked for, for attorney fees. Cause she was like, well, I guess I'm gonna need an attorney because the cops are being not helpful. So. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Not quite a happy ending, but like. It's not, and I will, I mean, I'm gonna say. And not unexpected is, either. No, no, and it's not. And and there is there there is part of me that's like, if all of us would just stop continuing escalations of things, we wouldn't get to this. Yeah. Okay. I and don't I feel do, like she escalated it though. Pardon? I don't feel like she escalated it. Not necessarily. Um, but again, I don't. It doesn't like Abigail should have immediately just said, "I'm sorry," and that was it. And yes. it should have been, it should have been over, but instead, whatever the hell is in her mind. So then all of this just continues because quite frankly, then at some point, Mr. Kenta could have walked away also. Right. But maybe she didn't feel like if security has been called and especially right. if the white woman called the cops, like she doesn't want, like she needs to be there to like a be filming right. it and be like, make sure that's, that her side of the right. story is also heard. Right. But it's like, but and I think there's an element of like, you know, if, if you do that, you know, that just reinforces that that kind of behavior is, is okay. okay. Right. And she shouldn't have to, but it's right. like, and I, I see if it's me in this, I'm waiting at the front of the store until the cops get there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not continuing so it's, yeah, to it's walk. up to everyone. Yeah. Everyone's right. comfort like, level. I'm not going to keep walking around filming her behaviors but that's just me. Right. I and think I, she but was I also, scared. I'm, I also appreciate that I sit in my white privilege in this situation. Okay. I get yeah. it. But she said I, in you know. some of the follow-up videos, she said, you know, she laughed a couple of times. She said like, that's what I do before I like start crying. Like she yeah. was scared. And, and, sure. you know, in another one of the videos, I'm not going to say exactly what she said, but she was like, you know, I have been to Africa, you know, she, I've lived here, whatever. I've never felt like an N-word. She said, I felt like an N-word here in America in Victoria's Secret. Yeah. And, and I get it. And like, whether she, like, I, to me, she has no fault in this situation. Like, no, absolutely not. She didn't, she did not cause this. She was trying to protect herself from this situation. Yes. Um, but it's like, can we all like, just treat each other like a human being is it that difficult like did she really have to reach over her does she really have to start rooting around victoria's secret is huge right. you never even right before freaking valentine's day do you need to be up in somebody's shit looking through something yeah go look there's at no, a different there's thing. no reason to ever like reach over a stranger no, in any or, situation 
if you really just had to you could say, excuse me, do you, do you mind if I grab those? Right. And if you're a white woman, you better think long and hard before you call the cops, like in a situation like On that. a black woman who has done nothing to you, but said, excuse me. You could be sentencing her to death. Right. Oh, and that's exactly that's why. That's not an exaggeration. And that's why she's filming her and is afraid. Because you know what? When the cops come, black people die. That's right. Even for stupid shit. That's right. George Floyd got uh, got murdered because he was passing a fake check. Punishable by death offense all of a sudden in this country. So yeah, she was afraid. And so stop you know, just stop being an idiot. Call the cops. Really? I don't think I've ever called the police in my entire life. And I grew up in Miami. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> hey, who are you? Like, who does that? Who calls the fucking police? I mean, there are reasons to call the police. Sure, but like... That's just not one of them. That's trash no. shit right there. If you're a Victoria's Secret and you gotta call the cops, you're trash. I don't care. <laughs> I've said it. Like, who does that? Well, you know, if you are assaulted in the Victoria's Secret, yeah, probably. Who gets assaulted in Victoria's Secret? This I don't know. It seems like it could be kind of a rapey place to me. <laughs> I mean, this is like going to West Town Mall, Victoria's Secret, and getting into an altercation. Like, that's ridiculous. For all you Miami listeners, Dateland. I mean, like, really? Why are we doing this? Why are we fighting a Victoria's Secret? You want to go fight a Victoria's Secret? I don't want to fight ever. No, I mean, like with me, like we could like put on a. Um, I, not really. It's not. not right. I mean, like, here's the thing. I'll fight. I've been in plenty of fights in my life. I very much enjoy never having to be in one again. Right. This would just be like play acting. I know. I don't even really want to do that. <laughs> but okay, fine. I'll I'm throw just bored, you know? I'll throw a candy <laughs> at your face. I'll be like. <laughs> like, like Mortal Kombat. At each other. Yeah, I like love it. We see, I like feel it. like you two would do it and like Katrina would accidentally hit you. And then I just feel like you would like I guess I, I just I, you would like body mist. I just feel like you would burst in tears if she accidentally like slapped you. She would. It would be so bad. Yeah. It, it would it would escalate quickly in a really not fun way. No. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Rin. She's just not a fight sweet. anyone needs to see. Absolutely You're right. Not. I don't need to be. I don't need to be thrashed around on the floor in a Victoria's Secret. I, right. I will not allow it for a lot of reasons, including germ purposes. Who throws himself on a floor, a public floor? Ugh. I was, I was dying inside. I'm like, ew. Those those shoes that have stood there have been in a bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like why are you on the floor? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> You know they are not deep cleaning the Victoria's Secret floor every night. They no. are not. It's so gross. And so I'm like, oh my God, she's on the floor. There's so many, like, I can't even at this point. Cause I'm like, she, and this is when I'm like, she's lost her damn mind. Okay. So lesson learned, stay off the floor of the Victoria's Secret. Please. That's our main takeaway. Yep. Stay off the floor um, in general. In, in general, you don't belong on the floor unless you're like watching a movie at home. So, um, Check out Victoria's Secret website, but also check out our website at thatotherfword.com. Check out our Facebook. Check out our Instagram at thatotherfwordpod. Um, what else? Subscribe, rate, review. Um, Don't be a jerk. Love Lewis, and like we'll show it to Mitch and make him super jealous. And 
I guess that's Don't it. get in fights. Don't get in fights. <laughs> Don't get in fights. Don't be a butthole. And remember, feminism isn't a bad word. Love you. Love you guys. <laughs>